Welcome to One Decent Pastor, a weekly podcast of The Door located in Central Oregon, where three completely average guys join forces to make One Decent Pastor and to discuss, discover, and promote all things Bible. Happy June. This is not the May, and I'm so so happy that we're not there anymore. (laughs) I was prepared last week, and I just acted like it didn't happen and moved on quick. Yeah, you did. I I noticed. Yeah. Yeah. I figured that was the way to go. This is not the May. (laughs) This is the June. (laughs) Praise God. I don't have very many nerdy indulgences, but I do have that one. Well, yeah. Well, you played it out. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. It's, dude, we're all here again. All three. We've had all three of us in how many weeks now? Like four. Five or six. It feels like 12. But. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. Yeah. So good to have the band back together. Yeah. It is. It's good to be back. Yeah, this is the first time. This morning was the first time you and I saw each other in like five weeks. Yeah. So that's kind of a trip. That hasn't yeah. been, that's been a long time since that's yeah. Yeah. the case. And I put out my hand to shake your hand. You're like, dude, really? Like, <laughs> well, I, know I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't know. like to invade your space. I know <laughs> what that's like for you. I don't mind hugging. I know. It's not like a thing for me, yeah. but I've, I think I've just made it awkward over the years, but it's I, not. I got a handshake from you today, too. I mean, usually you go for the fist bump. Well, you were sitting down, and I, you know, I know. since you're crippled <laughs> and all, I didn't expect you to get up. So, uh, yeah, handshake, Chad. Yeah. Handshake. Well, yeah, I, I didn't mind. I would have preferred a hug. Hugs are better. Well, I could have done that. No. We'll do it. Go out. ahead and hug it we'll out. We'll do it out. Go ahead. And <laughs> we'll hug it out afterward. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to see that. No. You had a good time away? We had a great time away, yeah. It was for our, not, it's not quite technically our 30th anniversary. That's this this month, but uh, we went for our 30th anniversary. So just yeah, I was confused. I saw Jordan wish you a happy anniversary on Voxer, and I about, did not. Their anniversary is after ours, and that's in June. So. Oh, did he do that? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was nice. I'll have yeah. to get back to him. <laughs> I think it was an anniversary trip. It so was an anniversary was trip, and it was just a road trip. We had a great time. How many years now? Awesome. Thirty. Thirty. Yeah. Very cool. By the grace of God, 30. And and, <laughs> yeah. and we love each other and get along most of the time, and, you know, it's fantastic. We're coming up on 33 by the strength of ourselves. Yes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> also by the grace of God, I'm just kidding. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a good time, but there's no place like home. I clicked my heels the whole time, you know. Even yeah. We were, in a, we were in places we loved. It's like, man, we're pretty, we're pretty spoiled. Where we live, how we live, the people in our lives. Amen. Yep. I yeah. agree. So well, we're glad you guys made it back. Yeah, we're we're glad to be back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now I what? Know, I don't know if anything else to. What are we doing now? Touch on. Man. What did we call this today? I think just prayer. Yeah, so, we'll just so call the prayer. What's happening to us? That's pretty boring. <laughs> it is. I, I couldn't think of anything exciting. No, prayer's good. Sometimes yeah. we have cool titles. Sometimes we don't. Yeah. It's short and sweet and to the point. Yeah, just yeah. the way it is. I salute you for it. Thank you. Uh, it it kind of came up because, uh, well, we're always kind of searching for topics, and if people don't bring topics in, you kind of look at what the pulse of what's going on. And, and uh, the other day, a, a quote got posted on the door page that um, was talking about <coughs> the sovereignty of God, you know, why do we pray? That one came up. And then I heard uh, somebody in church one Sunday when I was listening to the sharing time just talking about kind of this newfound appreciation for prayer. Mm-hmm. Um and, and it's one of those things that I think, I know we value it as Christians, but I think we underestimate it a bit. And, and maybe, um, I think, uh, I can't remember the quote, I think Corey Ten Boom one time said something like, you know, is it is it uh, a spare tire, you know, kit, or is it a, your steering wheel? And I think we often, I, I, blew, I blew that quote, but, <laughs> but we often pull it out in case of emergency, you know, okay. Spare you know, tire kit. Repair kit. Uh, it's repair not, I could kit. try to find the quote, but... Uh, Pit kit. I don't know where it's at. I wrote it down. Yeah. I've never repaired a spare tire. I've never seen a <laughs> Oh, res- spare tire. Pair. Yeah. I see, what <laughs> I see what's going on kit. there. Yeah, I got nothing. Anyway, point, point taken, though. Is prayer <laughs> your steering wheel or your spare tire? Mm. That's what she said. Mm. So <laughs> that's much better than what I said. <laughs> anyway, I think we often you use it. You just did a Michael Scott. I did. <laughs> Without trying. Michael Scott, Brent Maxwell. Please forgive us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is kind of falling apart quickly. <laughs> Pray for us. This, this is why people uh, tune in is for this kind yeah, of stuff. There's, there's our yeah, title for sure. the. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think it, it's it's often a last resort kind of thing. I, I've run out of all of my options. Yeah. Um, so right. I guess maybe I better try to find help elsewhere. Now, and, do you. Oh, this is going to be weird. 
That's right. Get into it. Do you think when we when you say like you ran out of, you ran out of all of your options, does that mean that you're not at all like interacting with God through the weirdness, like the praying without? Like it's so natural sometimes that we think, oh, prayer looks like we actually have to put ourselves into this position and do this formal thing. Oh, I think that's a great point, but I would say no. Well, for the believer, like, we always got these things going. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's always this open line of communication, at least in my life. And I'm not saying I'm a, I'm a great prayer, but it's it's so natural for that for me to know that he's right. always present and that he's always listening, and I'm a, there's always this running conversation going on. Sure. Yeah. I, I would know. say that's the ideal, which you just okay. jumped to the end of my thing now, but well, thanks. Thanks a lot, David. <laughs> because I, I've yeah. had guilt over the years. Yeah. I'm just going to go into it. Like, a lot of guilt when it comes to prayer. It's because of quotes like that, right? People that really have this, um, this, this, this uh, uh, big desire to uh, to intercede formally in their lives, like it's it's almost like a gift, the gift of intercession. Um, I don't think I have that as far as this formal thing, and so like when I see quotes like that, it makes me feel guilty because I'm not doing it like they think it should be done or as much as they think it should be done. But the fact is, like, there's always this communication like prayer is always going on in my life right right? and so i think i think sometimes we can well we'll guilt ourselves we'll we'll put a pin in that and come back to it okay good because i think that's a good thing to to consider um but just to kind of start out not that anybody doesn't know this but how would you guys just define what is prayer even in the simplest form simply just communicating with god yeah talking to god Yeah. yeah yeah it'd be weird if if in our marriages we lived in separate rooms with our wives in the same house and like never talked Right. Like that, like would, you just don't do relationships that way. So you know, relationships are based and grounded, and you know, relative on communication. <laughs> it is an odd, you know, when you think of it as communication, because yeah. you know, God isn't. Well, some people talk, say that God speaks to him, and I, that's a whole other <laughs> subject. Because <laughs> I don't like it when people say, "Well, God told me." Right. It's like, did he audibly, like, you know? There's times I like Mount to say Sinai, that. Mount Sinai kind of say that God did, he, you know, did, did the earth shake and you heard his voice? Yeah. Or do yeah. you mean that like you, you sensed that the spirit was leading you in a certain way? So he God, primarily talks to us here through the word. And we primarily talk to him by yeah. talking to him, which is a different form of communication than we yeah. experience elsewhere. But, um, that's, you know, kind of accurate. This is the primary way that he speaks. Not, um, I de- you know, he right. definitely leads us through the Holy spirit and, and, yeah. and I think he gives us, um, <clears throat> you know, unctions, I guess, is the, is the King James word, sure. where we get nudges mm-hmm. from God to, you know, call somebody or do something. Sure. But um, but they can always be subjective, right? Right. Like, yeah. Oh, was that just me? Was that him? Was that the other guy? Was that... <laughs> right. <laughs> we start overplaying that's chi- it that's when, when it's Chinese that. food. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're here, at least I, I know, oh, yeah, okay, like, here's <laughs> yeah. what he's saying. Yeah. The weird thing is God has ordained prayer as one of the means by which is by which he accomplishes his will. Um, and, and it's a... It's odd, you know, to think yeah. that that what we do and what we ask and all that matters. And, right. And yet, well, it sounds synergistic. It yeah. And yet, I I do believe in His sovereignty that there are areas that He has allowed us into that that really play a part in things that He is doing. Right. Right. And prayers is one of those. At the same time, I don't think He's sitting around waiting for us to feed Him ideas. Well, I, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think and, his and ultimate... I got a lot of good ones. I don't know about you guys. I got a lot of good ideas for God. Yeah. yeah. Right? Well, but I don't think his but ultimate... But he's not, he's not waiting for him. Yeah. <laughs> or I don't think his ultimate plan depends on, you know, us doing or not doing right. something in prayer. But at the same time, like, there there is something real. Um, you know, I, I always think of Revelation, you know, and you got you got this picture of the throne room, and there's these bowls of incense before him. What are they? Well, they're the prayers, prayers of the saints. And, yeah. And so you're thinking of this visual... There's this visual thing that's going on in front of him regarding our prayers happening, right? And um, it does something. Well, and I don't it, know how. It, it I don't reminds know why. us of how relational God is. You know, yeah. some people want to picture God as being this distant force or whatever. But but you know, even through prayer and then also through the sharing of the gospel, He doesn't need to use either of those things. Right. He doesn't right. need to involve us in either right. of those things, and yet He does. Right. And um, so, so it's it is his important. chosen means yep. in which to accomplish yeah. what he's accomplishing yeah. <clears throat> through prayer, through evangelism yep. of imperfect people. Yeah. 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 He delights to, it's like a dad taking his kid to work. You know? For sure. We, yeah. we, get it, we get to go to work with the father and we get to participate in what we say to him matters. Yeah. Um, I love that. Last week I almost said this quote from Keller, but he said, the only person who dares wake up a king at 3 a.m. for a glass of water is a child. And we have that kind of access. Mm-hmm. And I've always yeah. loved that quote because there's never a time when 
God is too busy to hear us or too bothered by it or any of that. You know, we right. can go to him at any time. And I, I don't think we think about even the when privilege. it's sloppy. That's <laughs> <it's> good. Right? <laughs> like I was looking at, I ran into Psalm 88. Well, I was kind of looking at, the, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, but there's like, there's like two Psalms that are prayers um, that don't end well. <laughs> like they're just despair with no hope. And Psalm 88 is one of them. My life's darkness. Your wrath is right. upon me. Why have you this and that? Like everything's dark. How long's you know? Um, yeah. And you're looking at it and you're going, this is ridiculous. But like, why is it in the canon? Like why, why did God choose to include a, just a mess of a prayer, a mess of humanity um, and darkness in the, in the canon? Um, and it's that he's he, like he's an understanding God. Like he's, right. he's understanding and he's full of grace, you know, for his kids. Yeah. Right. So now I love that the Spirit makes sense of, I know there's the verse that talks about how the Spirit intercedes in our weakness to, to make sense of what we're saying yeah. at times because there's times when, you know, even trying to communicate with each other, we blow it. Right. And, um, but, but God is very patient, understanding, and puts up with quite a bit. I was thinking Thankfully. of the, the privilege we have of prayer because. Again, that you know that, that we have this kind of access yeah. is because of Christ. Um, but the idea that we can come boldly into the throne room of God to talk to Him, to ask Him for things, to interrupt, you know, all of those things—it's mm-hmm. it's crazy, right? Yeah. You know? yeah. So, yeah, the curtain was ripped, and so it's it's weird that we wouldn't want to access it, right? Like abuse it. Yeah. Well, and that <laughs> so it goes back I, to what I you were like talking I about. I, I think <laughs> it, when we turn it into this formality. Um, then it becomes yeah. more difficult, which we'll get into more. But Ian e. Bounds, um, who's probably one of the foremost, you know, authors on on a, on a book about prayer that um, is is worth holding, you know, getting a hold of. He I says, want my book back, Ashton. By the way, does he have that one? Yeah, oh, he asked for a book on prayer once, oh. and that's the one I gave him. All right, mm-hmm. I haven't okay. seen it since, bro. Or you? Maybe no, should, I'm just kidding. Maybe you should pray about <laughs> it. There you go. Uh, he said this: prayer should not be regarded as a duty which must be performed, but rather as a privilege to be enjoyed, a rare delight that is always revealing some new beauty. And, and I like that. It's not this checklist item mm-hmm. in your day. Right. It's just this right. this privilege is always there for us. You yeah. said duty. Duty. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Wow. What's wrong with us? <clears throat> we got some good ones today. <laughs> We're making up for lost time. Um, yeah, it's it's natural, it, right? Yeah, it's not this ob this obligate. It's not like oh, I ha- I have to do this. I think that's when it becomes unhealthy, or we have an unhealthy view of what right. of what prayer is. Is when it becomes this like I have to do this. You know, like you're talking. Well, about. the fact that it's natural is is it's kind of weird, especially growing up Catholic. Um, anybody who's grown up with this kind of a I don't know, fear and trembling before God, you know, the idea that we can just talk to him mm-hmm. in, in a, such a comfortable and informal, well, like Psalm 88. informal even way. sometimes just honest. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense. I no. mean, if you were to go talk to somebody famous or a president or a, um, you know. Sure. Royalty. Royalty. <laughs> Royalty. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have a few words with the president. <laughs> uh, the president you respect, yeah. um, whoever that might be. Uh, you know, you would be very nervous. You know, you'd be very careful with the way you say things. You you would be on your best behavior. <laughs> Sometimes with God, you know, we're just <laughs> driving down the road, you know, right. talking away like it's God. Right, right. You know? <laughs> yeah. But we have that kind of access, so it's cool. It, it's always, I think the older I get, the it's, prayer is more and more of a mystery. Yeah. Right. Used I to totally be, agree. Used to be like kind of in my immaturity that, you know, like you just ask God for things, right? God, do this for me and fix this and change that and. Kind of here, here's my ideas of how you can run the world better. And right. if, you, if you could do these things, that would be great. Uh, it's not so much that anymore. It's, it's kind of less. There's still some of that, but it's, sure. it's yeah. less of that and more, you know, at times just kind of thankfulness yeah. for what God has done and appreciation. Yeah. And, There's a difference you know. between, like, like um, talking to God and talking with God, right? Yeah. And a lot of times it's, it's just a two. It's just a, it's an us. Right. And I think a lot of times in prayer, we kind of look at God as a genie in a bottle that, you know, if yeah. we ask just the right way, or say the right things or have the right posture, right. whatever it is, that this is kind of just a means to an end for me to get what I want. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and prayer is not that. Well, because he, see, he sees past that, right? He right. sees past the language and the, the words that we choose to string together. Right. He knows what we need, uh, what we want, what our desires are before we even you know, verbalize them. Right. Yeah. So we can't fool him. Right. So we might as well just come honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Spurgeon had another good 
well, he always has good quotes, but another good quote to mention. He says, true prayer is neither a mere mental exercise nor a vocal performance. It is far deeper than that. It's a, it's a spiritual transaction with the creator of heaven and earth. Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of led to what, you know, goes to what you're talking about. This is it's a pretty incredible thing, you know, but but we're just getting to talk to our creator. It's more than with the one who made us. Yeah, and, and I was I, I came across something by Tim Mackey. Mm. He's a guy that struggled with the, just this concept of prayer self-admittedly over the over the years and and he said that the tipping point was when he started realizing that this is like the this is an interaction with the eternal now is what he calls it Hmm. the eternal now so it's it's the one who spoke everything into existence and created everything and we always think that he's in this other place and it's almost like we're we're mailing him a letter when we pray. No, he's he is the eternal now. All things are being sustained mm. and held together right now. And so that that was kind of his fundamental mind shift of how important and how powerful and how meaningful mm. it is now that he's not just this distant right. father. He's he's right. the one that's actually holding molecules together. Yeah, it's good. You know, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and if that's true, like, what do you ask of, of that God? Right. Yeah. How, how do you pray to that God? How do you approach? Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. You're probably going to go to the, yeah. the Lord's Prayer, man. The way, the way it opens yeah. is you've got this Father statement, right? We get to call him Father, which is very informal and natural. and But then it's followed up, you know, um, with the holy is your name, yeah. right? So then mm-hmm. there's the, the rep, like, we're, we're very close. <clears throat> we're very natural in our relationship. Right, even even casual in ways, but also not casual. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. You know the the references. Yeah, we can just we jump, know who we, you are. We can just jump to that because I think that's you know when when Jesus's disciples they they watched him go and pray often, and at some point came to it and said, "Hey, can you teach us how to do that? Yep. You know, can you let us in yeah. on this? You know what you're what you're doing? Can we can we learn how to do this? There too? are things I don't agree with in this prayer. By the way, before we get <laughs> <laughs> is this law or gospel? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, it, you know, he does say, you know, our father is how we yes. start the prayer, which, um, again, Endearing. like you just said, it, it's what a privilege um, yeah. to be able to call. And this was unheard of in the old, you know, the Old Testament yep. way of thinking or, or in, in the Jewish way of thinking. You did not have an intimate relationship like right. a father, child, yeah. um, in that kind of, you wouldn't yep. ever dare call him that. Yeah. And so to call him father. So this is someone who yeah. takes care of you. Yeah. This is someone who protects you. This is yeah. someone Big that deal. loves you more than anything, right? When yep. we think of Father, we think of just all the best things for us, right? which is so cool about the but, way this But then opens. he immediately goes into the perspective of who he is and who we are. Holy is your name. Yeah, hallowed yeah. or holy, you know, compared to what we yeah. are. Right. You know, yep. which is, you know, I'm a worm that's about to talk to yeah. the holy God. Yeah. yeah. And so, yes, Father, that you know that's true, yeah. and yet let's let's remember who this is. Right? Yeah. Um, I'm looking at this your in, kingdom and your will, not my kingdom or my will. Yeah. Your kingdom and your will. Be I'm done. looking at this in my in my text that I have this week, which is a weird. It's a hard text because there's just not much there. But one of the things is is one of the points I think is uh, you know Jesus in his hometown. It's that whole thing that a prophet's not welcome in his hometown, and mm-hmm. they kind of re- reject him there. But I, that we can maybe become like sinfully familiar with that which is sacred or that which is holy, yeah. which is really what his his community is doing with him. That's why they're rejecting him. Aren't you so-and-so's son and so-and-so's brother? And they're basing what, you know, their evaluation of him is based on natural things, right? They've become like sinfully familiar. And we can do the same thing yeah. by just God just being daddy. Well, and that's right. where you you know, like Jesus is the the peace loving hippie lamb kind yeah. of character. You know, my my homie. Um, I, I get all that because you know he really is our friend and our brother. Um, he became like us. That's something remarkable. But man, I mean, let's not forget that he's also the lion. He's also the creator. He's 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 holy. You know, holy is his name. Yeah, he so, is the I right? am. Yeah. So you yeah. can't don't don't ever you know. I mean, I, I, yeah, we want to have that casual, wonderful closeness. Yes. And that informality with him because we we get to right. But never lose sight of right. You no, know, right. right. Don't lose the reverence either. Like, <laughs> this is Jesus. You know, this is not, not forget that part. Mm-hmm. So the next part of the prayer you just touched on, yeah. but um, you know, thy kingdom come. I'm sorry, I'm going to go into my old Catholic ways. <laughs> uh, your kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What's that talking about? So know. as we pray, we're supposed to keep that perspective in mind. <laughs> it's talking yeah. about a vacuum in the background. 
I am hearing Hopefully nobody can hear that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone. And, can and if it that. makes you feel any better, I still go with our Father who art in heaven. Oh, <clears throat> I still like that's in my mind. So. Yeah, yeah. Who's art? Yeah. Well, so, that's, so that's God's name. Is art, right? <laughs> ultimately, ultimately, it's it's the belief that that God's God knows best, and what He's planned and purposed, His ways are best, and so it's asking for that, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's really a relinquishing of you know, what Chad talks about, where it's like, hey, I got some ideas for you, guys. Right. right? It's it's the um, it, it's the shedding of that and going, no matter what, like, your will is what I want. Well, and that, right, king, is that, that kingdom come is the other interesting no, phrase sure. there. You know, what does that mean? I mean, we're, we're obviously wanting Jesus to return right. and to establish his kingdom. But I he actually brought it here. Like, he, like, yeah. like, not long after he taught them to pray this, he yeah. he inaugurated it. He brought it. Yeah, that's a weird. Yeah. That's a weird dynamic for the Christian. Um, it's it's now and not yet. Right, kind of already not yet. Yeah, um, and we right. don't we don't, I think, fully get that. Yeah. I know I don't, but I believe it. So it's already here. Yes, yeah. but not fully here. Yeah, yeah. Like I, it's I preached yeah. on that this last week. So if anybody wants to listen to the podcast, yeah. there you go. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean the fact that there's a kingdom means that there's a king. Right, and and if there's a king, like he's the one that's in charge. Yeah. You're not not me, or not you, or not not any of us. And you know, I think oftentimes we approach prayer with this. Maybe we don't think of it quite like this, but but effectively our idea is like, okay, I'm going to bend God's will to mine. Mm-hmm. Right. And 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 really, kind of, you know, the older I get and the more mature I get, I think I realize that prayer is, is for my will to be bent towards His. Right. And, right. and we so know that. I can, I can pray for an outcome, a yeah. specific thing. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like God, yes. God knows things that I don't know, and He sees things that I don't see. Yes. Uh, and He's He's accomplishing something that that we're not always aware of. Yeah. Right. And so even though I might have this particular outcome in mind when when I approach prayer, like at the end of the day, I know that like God's in control and He's yeah. going to do what He's going to do. And so as good as my idea may be in that moment, <laughs> God's idea is better, and His will is better. Than mine. And, I, and yeah. I think that's where. The sequence matters. Like, I don't think Jesus is just randomly going like, oh, here's, here's some things that sound good. But the the knowing and believing first that you are holy, yeah, right? That yeah. holy is your name, that confession, that profession that he's holy will help us to then approach with what follows mm-hmm. with coming under what he wants, right? right? Yeah. So, like, the, the order matters and the yeah. believing of yeah, okay. and even the expectation, and so totally. you know, depending on your your theological persuasion, you know, you could have this expectation that well, I'm going to ask, and God's going to do whatever I ask of Him, right? Be, because of you know whatever. Sure. Well, we um, have a verse for that too. Right, <laughs> I got that. I got, yeah, I've got that written and, down. And, and and I came up in kind of that theological tradition where it's like you know, you, like you just ask, like you don't have because you don't ask. Name it and claim right, it. Right, yep. name it and claim it. <clears throat> and, and so there was an expectation that came, and you know, at this stage of my life, I don't, I don't have any expectations in prayer other than that God hears me yeah yeah. um you know he's not going to necessarily do what i want just because i'm the one asking or because the idea is good or bad yeah and the verses are like you know whatever you ask in my name you know i'll I'll give you but or you know but the the idea is if we're to ask it in his name it means it aligns with who he is and it aligns with what he wants that's what asking in his name does it doesn't mean you just tack on the name jesus and all of a sudden you know alakazam or whatever you say when you rub a lamp that's not it uh yeah we know we have his endorsement yeah open sesame whatever it's not that's not what it is you're, you're saying, I, I, I want your will to be done. I, right. want, I want this to be what you want. And if you, we pray according to that, he'll give it to us. And says. so there, there comes a trust in God no matter the outcome of our prayer. Yeah. Right. And I don't, like we talk about, you know, God answering prayer or not answering prayer. And like, like I think God hears it all. And mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a matter of, you know, he did what I wanted or didn't do what I wanted. Like God's will is unfolding and happening no matter what. Um, you know, should we pray for people to be healed from cancer? Sure, we should We should pray for that, knowing that God can do that. But if God doesn't do it, does it mean it's an unanswered prayer? God has a will and a plan that's unfolding that we just can't see yeah. all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the yes, no, and yet, not yet. Right. Yeah. right. And we right. see Jesus modeling that for us in the garden. You know, I think if, if he prayed that way, you know, not my will, but your will be done, yeah. then we need to be able to pray that way. Right, you know, right. we, Jesus was able to clearly express what he wanted yep. and yet say, but I'm willing to yield right. to what you want because what you want is best. Yeah. And that's who we <clears> ought to be. So, all the so time. there's an aspect of prayer of just trusting God no matter the outcome. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. Second Corinthians 12, Paul, like a, it's such a good example of, you know, here's, here's a pretty, pretty impressive guy as far as in the ranks of God, <laughs> you know, and what he, and he's praying for this thing to go away, obviously, and you know God yep. doesn't take it away. He's like, I, I, I actually have something better for you. You're not going to think it's better, yeah. but but it just is. So, yeah. no, I'm not, I'm not. And you don't see Paul in that moment saying the devil won. Right. And it wasn't right. even a selfish thing, right? Like, it wasn't like, hey, can I have a yacht 
so I can right. get across this lake fa- faster, you know, a speedboat. Like he, he's like, there's this, this pain, you know, this suffering, this thorn, you know, that was sent. And, and yeah. he's asking for something reasonable, <laughs> you know, and God's like, yeah, no. But I've seen more, more Christians kind of shipwrecked in their faith at times no because they, they, they prayed with the power of positivity, yep. believing yeah. that if they prayed with that kind of positive attitude, that, that God would give them what they wanted. And especially when it comes to healing and things like that. Yeah. And, and they, they never, uh, you know, even thought, well, God, what do you want? What are you trying to teach me through this? And what's your will in this? And, and right. there, there was no yielding to that. And then when it didn't go their way. Um, I think this is know. why we all here around this table have such a hate for yeah. things like the word faith, tradition, right. Yeah. right, and movement and theology is because it, it, it sheds all, it, it denies and rejects all these other things sure. that are so important from God, well, I, though we do not understand I mean, it. when you look at John the Baptist, Paul, Jesus, they're all three examples of people who are pretty, you know, right on the money, spiritually speaking, I mean, we Jesus can, especially. We know? can go through yeah. all the all the main characters in right. the Bible, right? We, we can go to Job, we can go to David, we, like we can go on and on. Yeah, sure. With, they all suffered. Like, let's just, let's just take a shot of their lives real quick and then observe it. You know, right. Yeah. If, if the faith, the word faith movement is real and prosperity gospel is real. Yeah. What makes you, what different? happened to these three? Yeah. Right. Or, what you makes know, you different all than all these people? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. None of them were living their best life now. No, no. But, but Paul's perspective again, you know, that to me to live is Christ and to die is gain is, right. is something we need to learn Yeah. while we're here. You know, it's not, it's not about us. It's not about this life that we get. It's about Christ. And when we go to be with him, that's when it all changes. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that's what we have to look forward to. So. And I think that Paul, Paul wrote those words from jail. Right. right. He was in jail to live as Christ. Yeah, right. not a nice jail either. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's why I think that the, the, that idea of your kingdom come, I don't think we think about that enough. Or you're really asking for God change the whole paradigm in which I look at the world. Um, you, you know, this is, I think we think about our kingdom so often, yeah. and we're not thinking about his kingdom. Right. And, and if we can switch that around and say, God, today, let your kingdom be what I'm paying attention yeah. to. Let me live in light of yep. this kingdom, not not the world that I live in now. Because I see so many Christians just getting topsy turvy with, you know, the way things are going and right. and if we're praying, Lord, your kingdom come and that's the 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 lens we're looking through at everything, it changes. I mean we're it just frees you up. Yeah. Well I think that you can Fully. only pray that with with the true desire for righteousness and holiness too, right? Because that's really yeah. what you're looking for. That's really the difference um, between, you know, what's now and where he is, what surrounds him. Right. That's the like the fundamental difference in those environments mm-hmm. is you've got one that's that's tainted with sin and you've got one that's not and so we're we're really asking in his kingdom to come here and now is yeah. for this environment to be completely purified right and it also has in mind the salvation of others and the, um, yeah that's yeah. the other piece of and that. the presence of God also yeah. is, is probably the biggest when your thy kingdom come is, is be among us yeah be with us and that's that's why it was. Yeah, <laughs> like Jesus, God was with him. Yeah, he's, not, he's not knocking. He's not knocking on the door of the church, yep. saying, "Hey, you guys, mind if I join you?" <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 definitely that. But but also, I think you know, the, living in light of the fact that there are people out there that are lost all around sure. us, and so you're thinking yeah. about your kingdom coming to their lives too. Mm-hmm. So not just for it's not just about us. It's about making sure people know how to get into the kingdom yeah. as well. So Absolutely. I think that's included in you know the expansion of His kingdom, I yeah. guess, in, in this world in that way. Well, if you think about, and I touched on this on Sunday, so I won't go into a bunch now, but like you think about, you know, how is it that kingdoms typically expand? Mm-hmm. Usually by force. Right. Right? One country invades another. I think I read a statistic that in the history of the world, there are only like 30 countries that have never been invaded by Britain. Mm. Like, you know, Britain's invaded everybody and planted their flag everywhere, yeah. you know, with an army and, and by force and, and God's... And, and you know, Jesus is going to come by force. You know, that, that, right. that is yet to come, but, right. but his kingdom is inaugurated, not, not by force. Yeah, it's um, expanding by love. Actually, right. the opposite, right, <laughs> of warfare. Right. Well, and this is where our prayers for the lost and our prayers for those that you know um, have walked away um, really matter. Yes. You know, um, God yeah. does act on those prayers, and, Absolutely. and, uh, and so that's so. The next one in the in the prayer uh, is uh, give us this day our daily bread. Um, this is probably what we all specialize in the most is um, you know, asking God for the stuff we want and need. <laughs> I don't know, right. My favorite part of the prayer right here. No, I'm just kidding. Well, it is cool that he's giving us permission here. He is. He's saying this, this is right. It's okay. This, this is fantastic. <laughs> so you know, what do we, like what do we, what can we learn from that? That Well, it's, ne- let's just note the obvious. It's yeah. necessity. This is a, th- right. a thing of necessity that 
we're allowed to ask him for. It's not like, hey, can I have a new Chevy Camaro? Give us this our daily gray poupon, <laughs> yeah. caviar, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Really <laughs> you know, I mean, Pardon the, me. Do you the, have this any is gray something that, that we need for life. It's something life-giving, <laughs> right. right? And, of course, we, um, we understand that everything that we have, at least the disciple or the follower of Jesus, the believer, understands that everything we have is from God. You yeah. know what I yeah. mean? Um, so, Yeah. Give, give us what we need. So necessity. And for today, like there's this daily dependence. Yes. That's the other thing right. I was going to say. Just yes. bread. We're dependent on him for bread. Right. Yeah. You know, the basic, the most elemental thing that we need, we depend on him yeah. for it. And acknowledging that. I had In-N-Out Burger a couple times on my trip, and I, and I thanked God. <laughs> Good. You ate it to the glory of God? Yeah. I did. Good, Good for you. It's nice. I had haggis, and I had a hard time doing that to the glory of God, but I did. The name sounds yeah. like it's something you should eat, should not eat. If yeah. you knew like what it was, haggis. David, you wouldn't have it. Hag. Yeah, I, Anything I with salute hag you for trying name, it. Like, don't eat it. They take all of the, the the parts of the body that do work. I'll just leave it at that and grind those up into a paste, throw some oats in there. and. Yeah, mm. that sounds tantalizing. So not someone, <laughs> yeah. was it a bet? Did someone like pay you to no, do it? No, I went in, went, in, went in Scotland. You know, Come on, Just man. what they do there. It, was, it, it actually was pretty tasty. Well, I'm not going to Scotland. <laughs> anyway, yeah, dependence yeah. and necessity. Yeah. Um, and, and the daily thing, the, like like me, just in my own kind of analytical nature, like, like I would think, okay, well, why don't I pray one time, just give me everything I need for my life. Right. Right. But, you know, I think there's something in God's design and his plan that, that we should depend on him daily for what we need. This, Which, is, right. this is where I struggle the most is I feel like once I've prayed, like he knows, like he knows anyway. But right. now that I've said like he knows and I don't need to continue to bug him over it. And right. I don't. Right. And part of it's just out of laziness. But he wants us to be persistent. Sure. Like there's so many examples of <clears throat> persistence, whether it be in parables or in the Psalms. Yeah. Like he wants us to be persistent. Yeah. He wants us to to bug him. Well, to that point, well, like who, to, to whose need. benefit is it that we pray? Yeah. God's it's, not sitting it, in heaven waiting for us to pray so he knows it, what to exactly. do. Like it's it's to our benefit. It's us relying that on we him, like you're saying. So it's a daily, daily rem- reminder that we rely on him for everything. But yeah, it's right. also, there's that aspect of worry that people fall into as well, where they're constantly wondering, will God come through? Will God come through? Right. Um, and that's not how we're supposed to live either. So Well, he just um, finished with that leading up in Matthew, at least, uh, yeah. the, the, the Lord's Prayer. Like he just ended with that in fi- at the end of five with... The yeah. whole daily thing. Do not worry about this or right. that for your father. You know. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I, there, I, we stayed at uh, a place in Wales with this lady. Um, she was fantastic, older Christian lady. I was kind of dreading that part of the trip because we're going to be staying at somebody's house, and I, I always hate that. And it ended up being like the perfect mm-hmm. place to stay. But she was talking about her husband who's passed, and one of the things he always told her because she was prone to worry was he w- he would say, "Where did you leave it?" And she'd say. At the feet of God, and he goes, "Put it back." <laughs> so he would tell her that all the time. Where did you leave it? Put it back. And I love that. It's just a, it neat, a neat reminder of like, okay, Brent, where did you leave it? Yeah. I left it in God's yeah. hands. All right, put it back. And and we need to always yes. be willing to do that. Not and by the way, I'm, I'm sorry. The do not be anxious part does not precede this. It actually follows oh, it. Anyway, so he's going to go into yeah. that after this yeah. prayer. So yep, yes, that's all right. Anyway, give us this day our daily bread. Um, you know, that, that part I think we're, we're really good at. Give us our carbs. <laughs> yeah. Please, we like our carbs. What's the next? How's the next part go, David? <laughs> what do you mean? The next section? I, uh, well, I like the next. <laughs> okay. I like the next line. Oh. Uh, forgive us our debts. That's rad. Oh, just the rest of it. Thank you for Jesus. Yeah, just stop right there. <laughs> well. We can end the podcast now. <laughs> yeah. Forgive us our debts or our trespasses. Um, Amen. I think are the, yeah. It's a good. As yeah. we. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, hold, oh wait, hold, hold on. Let's hold on. There's a comma and not yeah. a period. Wait. <laughs> we can stop there for a minute. Okay. Um, it is it is the beautiful idea that you know we can go to God with everything that we face and yep. um, and ask Him to. Right. I think of First John one nine. You know, we confess our sins. He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That daily maintenance of making sure that. You know, on one hand, we know that it is finished and that it's done, but it's also that, you know, we're making sure that we're cleaning our side of the street. Mm-hmm. We're confessing right. what we need to confess. We're acknowledging our faults. Mm-hmm. I said it right this time. <laughs> you weren't there on Sunday. That's what that was the big joke. Brent had I, the doozy of doozies. I said, Wait, you two yeah. weren't in the same place Sunday? No, no. Uh, I, was, I was watching the live stream. Okay. okay. I said, okay. Acknowledge your farts. In really? front of the church, he yeah, it came out far. Yeah. Well, I have heard worse from the pulpit. I have too, but it was it was it, bad. it was yeah. awesome. Anyway, so now every yeah. time I say that, I'm going to pause and go. Anyway, Very but, good. <laughs> but this is you know, forgive us our our trespasses or our debts. Um, that's something God specializes in doing for us. Yeah. Well, it's the whole reason that the person teaching us how to pray this, yeah, is here. 
right? That's why he yeah. came. That's why the kingdom of God and the person of Christ is among them, <laughs> is because of this this part right here. Yep. That's kind of cool to think about. It's really cool to Never think about. Never thought about that. But yeah. It's like, well, how, how is he going to do that? Yep. How is he going to do that? Yeah. Wait for it. Oh, he's going to do it by <laughs> you making sure that you clear everyone else's debt. Right. That's good. Should we go there? Sorry, keep reading. Or to the last part? Oh, no, no. Yeah. Well, as we as we forgive our debtors or... Yep. Um, that That's the part that's like, what does that mean? No, and, it's bad. How do I do that? Yeah. <laughs> so, so forgive me only in the way that I... Only as good as, yeah. as I do with others. That's scary. Not, yeah. That's not good news. That's weird. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and, and there's this element of you, you think, well, if I don't do this, then I'm not going to yep. get that. There's a law. Yeah, we, we can turn it. this into a law thing. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but I, there's also the way we can look at this is like if, if I've experienced this, the natural outflow of no this doubt. is right. that I will, I will extend this forgive to everyone. I will want forgive. to do this. Yeah. 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 And, and exactly. I think that's probably kind of more what we're hopefully dealing with to some degree. I like to think that. <laughs> yeah. But then he follows up afterwards. So yeah. yeah. Like, well, after the, the prayer's over, there's like, it gets worse. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, at the end of the day, like if somebody is you know unwilling to consider the forgiveness of others, like there, there's a problem there. Right? Well, it almost there's, makes you wonder if you, there's a if disconnect you, in your understanding of the gospel. If you understand what you've been forgiven, right. You know, what, yeah. what, what has God forgiven me for? And, right. and what is he, you know, how can I withhold that from somebody else? Right. And it's not always easy, but, Correct. but at least, you know, the forgiven person who understands to some degree their forgiveness is going to be at least wrestle with forgiving someone else yeah. that's trespassed against them. Right. There's going to be a consideration of it, even yeah. if it's hard. I, I would almost go as far as to say, like, if you, if you have that hard person that, um, that doesn't want to forgive certain people of certain things, I would almost go as far as to say they, they have not experienced the gospel for themselves. Well, and I think you also have yeah. to talk doesn't about doesn't mean what, they, they'll do it well or yeah. perfectly, right. but if they have no desire to... <clears throat> there's a disconnect there for sure. I don't, I don't know if you know the gospel at all. It's important to probably define what forgiveness is and what it isn't at that point too, because I think um, sure. if we talk about what, you know, the idea that um, now we love this person and, and we, we've embraced them as our friend again, as opposed to right. not, not necessarily still holding them, um, well, holding yourself hostage in some yeah. ways, but holding them hostage or whatever. To, Forgiveness to and done. reconciliation aren't necessarily the same Correct. thing. Right? So, so it's possible to forgive somebody without ever any hope of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. There are there are times when that may not happen. Right. And, and maybe isn't even, I think it's always the ideal in, in God's you know economy. I think that would be the sure. best possible scenario. But but it's so you can still forgive somebody without maybe going that Absolutely. direction. Well, we're allowed um, to and forgive. And I think of the worst of the worst kind of stuff oh, that goes sure. on. You know? I mean, I don't right. want to get into it, but... yeah. Yeah, it's it's okay to to forgive and be wise, like right. to learn things too. So yeah. like it's okay for us to adjust relationships with people after something correct. has occurred. Yeah, boundaries and forgive and, them yeah, at the same correct. time. Agreed. Right. I think what and it's funny how we always go to the extreme circumstances. I you know totally. there, there's times when people hold a grudge because you you borrowed a hose and you didn't return it. You know, there, there, it's this kind of stuff that we deal with on you know on the daily basis. Somebody yeah. said something one time and it really right. offended me, and I'm never going to forgive them. Most of the stuff that we are unwilling to forgive people for is just petty, silly sure. stuff, especially sure. in light of eternity. For sure. So so maybe don't go to the extremes of yep. you know that, that we tend to, and just think of the daily maintenance yep. of of life and yep. right. Um, I'm going to add something else. Maybe hopefully it's helpful for someone that I've learned over the years is that um, just like we were talking about with prayer, with like asking our father of something mm-hmm. is a, is a, is a daily thing. It's not like a one and done, but it's a, it's a, it's a dependence that goes right. on and on. Um, I believe forgiveness is too. So there can be yeah, one sure. person, there can be the record of wrongs, that thing that happened way back there that comes to mind again. 10 or 20 or 25 years later and all those feelings come back up. So there's actually, um, uh, there's a continuous forgiveness that sometimes needs to happen toward the same person and the same offense over over and over again. This is what I believe like the 70 times seven thing is, is it's not that that person's doing that same thing to you that many times. It's that you're going to think about it that many times. And (laughs) what are you going to do with it every time that that comes back into your heart and comes into your mind? And we have to have this constant, you know, forgiveness is ongoing is what I'm trying to say. Sure, correct. Even for one offense, even for the same offense, yeah. it can be ongoing. Well, and it, it can be it's, daily. It's like, it's like an acid that eats its own container. Yes. If you let it just live inside right. of you, it, it chews you up. It, yes. You know, that bitterness will just yes. destroy you. Yeah. Yes. And so that's part of what forgiveness yes. Is, yes. is. And we're being, <clears throat> by the grace of God, through the work of Christ, forgiven every day. Like right. Every yeah. day we're falling short of the glory right. of God. <laughs> and every day God is forgiving us. 
And um, I, I want that for others. Yeah. You know, Amen. I don't do it perfectly, but I want right. that for others because he does it for me. It, you know? At the end of the day, I might even take it farther and say that, you know, forgiveness is an act of worship to God. No doubt. Trust in God. So, right. So Jesus died for my sins, right, and all the, all the offenses that I've committed against him, and, and I'm glad for that, and I'm thankful for that. Um, you know, his death on the cross, his, his shed blood is sufficient for that. But not only that, it's sufficient for all the wrongs committed against me mm. by others, right, mm. and horizontally. Yeah. Um, and his death is sufficient. And so at the end of the day, um, you know, God is going to have his, his judgment on the unrighteous, right? Yeah. People are either going to be redeemed or they're going to be damned for eternity mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And so me being able to say right now that I forgive somebody for, you know, whatever, it's trusting that at the end of all things, God's going to have his way. Yeah. He's going to redeem sinful people or they're going to get their just punishment. Well, and and the so idea I don't that... have to exact punishment on anybody right. right now for the wrongs they've committed against me. God's got that under Believing control. that vengeance is his and that he will right. repay is is important for us. It right. doesn't mean that, you know, know that there's going to come a day of reckoning where God's yeah. going to take care of this stuff, yeah. and it's not up to us to do it. It right. doesn't mean that justice will not happen Correct. or prevail. Yeah. It will. It right. just means it's not ours. Yeah. Right, and, and yeah. justice may or may not happen in this life. It might be Correct. the life to come, but either way, that's 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 God's domain, no you know, not but our as, domain. But as those who have been recipients of grace and mercy and love, we need to be the, the first ones to, right. to, to give that to others. Um, that's just part of who Christians should be, and, right. and um, we, we could do better in that regard most of the time, yeah. especially <laughs> on social media. Another topic. That, that's why it's scary if he's only going to do it with me in the way that I do it with others. It's because we're not You know what, though? Yeah. I mean, I think it goes back to what you said, and I, and I think this is a, a result of Christ in us, Right. is this is there. Right. And, and so if it's not there, and it's never there, right. uh, it's... Right. Might mean something. I'm right. also going to say that he's still, we're in a heavy, heavy law section of yeah. Matthew, his teaching here. Correct. So I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that you throw out the prayer and what he's doing here. I think he's still teaching us something yeah. that goes on. But we need to remember that too, the context yeah. of what his sermon is about with yeah. these people. And there is a lot of burying going on. Right. So. Yep. So then he next says, uh, lead, us not into tempta- lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Um, that would be the the end of it, unless you add the for thine is the kingdom. I think that was added later, but uh, the power and glory for thine yeah. is the kingdom and the glory and the power forever. For, and you can even add another forever, forever yeah. endeavor. Forever, Amen. Ever? Amen. yep. So in, in the <laughs> NAAA end every meeting oh. by getting up, holding hands, and quoting this prayer. Huh. Weirdest thing in the world well, because they have doorknobs and trees for their higher power. Right. But the, the at the end of every meeting. And, and that's the way they would do it. For thine is the mm. glory and the power, huh. you know, forever and ever. I mean, yeah. Weird. Interesting. Yeah. Well, the lead, us not, for the lead us not into temptation. I don't know why I can't say that today, yeah. but it's not like I'm saying Tatanka. Lead us not into temptation. <laughs> Did you say Tatanka? you got to go like this. Yeah. Tatanka? Tatanka? Lead us not into Tatanka. What is that? It's funny that we both went there. This is an odd. Yeah, sorry. This is an odd. <laughs> in some ways, an odd thing to pray. Like, why would God lead us in temptation into yeah. this? I still yeah. can't say it. But yeah. why would He? Why would He do this? Well, I think we we learned from that that we can be tempted, and that we need to be on guard about yeah. our temptation. Right? Well, yeah. and yes. e- even hard things, difficult things, can befall our life. I just keep thinking of Psalm eighty-eight. You know what I mean? Where right. the, you know the whole thing is like, why He says, "Why is your wrath upon me?" You know what I mean? Like He's feeling like God is pressing Him to to depths that are desperate. Right. Where you would find yourself probably resorting to things that you wouldn't normally resort to. Yeah, uh, Paul might have even felt that, like we like we mentioned with the thorn in his flesh. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I think in that sense, like hard times, things that may cause us to flee or to go to something superficial and immediate. Right. Well, and and, and the, the obvious thing that's stated here is that temptation and evil are going to be part of our lives, right. yeah. a normal part of right. of our existence. Right. And, and again, your prosperity gospel word faith stuff says, oh, no, no, those are, those are gone. You don't have to worry about those things. Sure. Like, well, he's telling us that we need to pray for this for a reason. So this is going to be part of yeah. our daily you know, d- daily struggle. Yeah, right. And there's a, there's a dependence there on God with respect to our temptations. Yeah. So even asking that God guides your path throughout the day to keep you from, from the things that would cause you to sin, yeah. um, asking that when, when those things do come about, that, that he's able to yeah. deliver you and rescue yeah. you from yeah. those things. And, and, the, and the goal in the statement is, again, holiness. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a desire for righteousness and holiness rather than sinfulness and evil. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it's a, great, it's a great thing we ought to pray for. Um, you know, 
I mean, Jesus knew what he was talking about, right? Right. And it's, I, I love the simplicity of it. Because yeah. we, can, we can get so crazy. I think he says that right before, like, don't pray like these guys. And he's talking about all these, you know, it's so extravagant the way these, these Pharisees pray yeah. in front of everybody. And then he's like, let me, like, check this out. <laughs> yeah, right. and, and it's just, it's so simple. It's so, like, God's cool with just simple, honest words. But it covers it covers yeah. the the, the, base, no, know, the basics. Sure. It covers what we need, and and again, this isn't like we're supposed to sit down and repeat this prayer. Uh, that was something growing up Catholic that we did, and it's kind of weird. But he's given us some, a model to work, you know, a framework yep. to work within. And so uh, R.C. Sproul years ago wrote a little book called um, I can't remember what it was called, something about prayer. But he had this acronym in there of um, ACTS A C T S, and it stuck with me. I remember it because I think oftentimes when we go to pray, we really just get to the asking for the stuff I need. Right. That, that's, you know, Lord, I uh, just want to come to you right now and, and give you my, my list of what I need from you. Thanks. See you later. That's what we often do. And so this acts thing was the first, the A stood for adoration. So just spending some time adoring God, mm-hmm. you know, in, in your prayer. Um, we don't do that a lot. But again, if, when you read the Psalms, you see a lot of these same things mixed in. But sure. adoration is something that he appreciates. And so, you know, praise him, thank him, all sure. those things. Worship. Worship, yeah, you know, that's part worship. of it. Confession is the C in the in the, um, you know, that's the next one. So confessing our sins, which we already talked about, um, making sure that you know we're, we're covering our bases and we're thinking about what we've done. What have we gr- grieved God? You know, what do we need to um, it's, it's, square away? It's hard to have like a decent prayer life if yeah. you're not confessing sin. Right, yeah. right. Our our sins build a wall. I hate that it happens. I've I've tried to get around the wall, over the wall, through the wall in other ways. <laughs> right, nothing. Nothing works as far as an intimate and vibrant prayer life with the Father than, like, besides taking the wall down. And the only way you can take the wall down is by confessing your sins. Well, sometimes it means just sitting still before God and, like, hey, Lord, reveal to me what it is that you want me to know or see that I've been I usually know. I do, too, but (laughs) usually usually know. I've had those times where I just ask. And God always knows. Yep. Right. We're not fooling him. (laughs) He'll he'll show you stuff, though. And and it's not just how we've sinned against God, but how we've sinned against each other. So confession, you know, and and considering those things. Keeping the walls of sin tore down before God will allow you just complete and wonderful access in your prayer life yeah. to the Father. It's yes. good. And yeah. then the, the third one is the T, is thanksgiving. So, again, just stopping and thanking God for all the things in his life that he does for you. Which um, is a gazillion thing. It, it right. is. It's amazing when we sit there and go, like, gosh, like, yeah. what am I thankful for? It's like, come on. Come so on. much. Yeah. Well, and I'm start, talking to myself. When you start to think about it and you start rattling off things. It's I mean, overwhelming. That, that, yeah, it is. It's, it's overwhelming. overwhelming. It changes yeah. your attitude. It changes your perspective. Just recalling in your own mind, you know, just the goodness of God in your life. Well, and then he gets to the last one, which is supplication. The S is supplication or asking for stuff. And and this is the one we generally spend most of the time on and go to first, but he's got it fourth on the list. And I I like that. Or we can click through the first three, (laughs) like really quick. Yeah. To get to the last one. (laughs) It's like, okay, now I can, now I can let loose. Right. Now that I've buttered you up, here's what I want. (laughs) Well, and it it really is just about, I think going back to the, the first part of Jesus's prayer, our father. Yep. Uh, there's adoration there. There's this uh, this idea of who he is. Holy is your name. You're, yep. you're you're really spending some time considering who he is, who you yep. are, before you get to the any, anything else. Yep. And, and so this isn't like you have to do it this way, sure. but it, it at least gives you kind of, a, again... It's a good framework. A good framework that, that I think ties into the, the Lord's Prayer as well. Yeah. Um, now I want to get to the, the idea of the formality thing, because I know we're already going to have a lot more stuff. There's so many formalities that we, you know, we think if you're going to pray, you've got to... You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to, you know, if you're in a group, it's it got to look like this. It's got to be yeah. for this long. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, if you're with people, it means yeah. more. If you're in front of the place that you're wanting to pray for, it means more. If it, if you've got your eyes closed, it means more. If you, you know, we just we do this kind of crazy stuff. If we say in Jesus' name, if we say in yeah. Jesus' name, it it's means more. Words. Um, I had all that stuff written down, but ultimately, um, what you had talked about at the beginning is something I, I just want to remind people that we have the kind of access to God that as we go through our day, yeah. there should be this constant line of communication sure. that never stops. And that's what it means to pray without yes. ceasing or to be in constant prayer, yeah. as it yes. talks about in the Bible. Um, it's just, again, the, the Tim Mackey's little eternal now thing. It's, it's just knowing every day as a believer, no matter where you are, what you're doing, what kind of circumstance you find yourself in, the eternal is here now at all times. And it's really hard if you understand that um, yeah. to, to not have open dialogue and constant interaction, yeah. you know, with knowing that he's 
here and now. And, so. and then also knowing that, that it, it, there isn't this formula that we follow to get it, you know, to make it count. Right. Or to make it more, you know, I, I guess. For sure. Um, I can't think of the word, but useful or, you know, to get, get what we want, basically. Right. So it's not, it's not about that. Jesus, uh, the fact that we have access to God through him, through his name, that's why it. That's why it works. Yes. If we, you take Jesus out of the equation, <clears throat> it doesn't work. Nothing yeah. works. You right. put him into the equation, it works. So whether yeah. your eyes are closed, your yes. hands are raised, you're sitting, you're sitting, kneeling, yes. you know, on your face, yes, um, with a group yes. by yourself, uh, you know, it's Jesus yes. is the reason that it yep. that it comes together. Which which is then where we get the in Jesus name thing. Yes. Is what yep. you're saying is we yes. because of that concept because Jesus is the access point, right? right. The conduit to the Father. Um, we think we need to say you're the conduit to the Father, and that's the only way the prayer is right. going to work. No, it, that in Jesus' name means that we can pray, and that yeah. that message is going to get to the Father because Christ. Right, knowing it, has knowing it's made true it versus saying it. it yes. I mean, you know that we need to it's know. It's okay to we, say it, but it is okay. Yeah. But that's not the point. Don't have to say it. And saying it is a reminder that it is true. Correct. That it's, right. By Christ's work, right? But that, I think people that the think Father that the, the prayer doesn't count if you don't. Not, if it's you not don't magic read. words. Yeah, agree. exactly. Yeah. And and I, and amen is the other one. By the way, what is amen? Just we agree. Yeah. So be it. Yeah. Um, when Jesus would say verily, verily, or truly, truly, he's really saying amen, amen. Mm. But this is it's an idea that there's trust, there's belief. Yeah. You know, yeah. all of those things are involved. And there, there's in kind that. of a corporate aspect to saying amen. Yeah. yeah right? It's, it's an agreement. If I say it to myself, like yeah. you know, of course I agree with myself. I'm the one right. praying, right? <laughs> right. right. But yeah. there's something you know corporately when we say amen together that sure. we're, we're coming in unity and in an agreement. Um, you know, in our prayers, it's a nice punctuation. Yeah, yeah. Again, not not a necessity. Not a necessity. Um, you know, even the idea. I had one, somebody one time said you have to pray to the Father because the model is Jesus said right. when you pray, pray our Father. Well, right. okay. Yeah, I see that, but it's okay to pray to the Holy Spirit. It's okay yeah. to pray to Jesus. Um, well, they're they're, they're all, all the one, same one. Right? Yeah, it's one yeah. God. So yeah. I, I don't think we have to. I know, know they're not all the Father specifically, but they're all. But but when we're looking right. for that, you know, the magic formula, I think we, we start thinking yep. along these lines and, and, and I, you know, just enjoy that this privilege that we have as mm-hmm. Christians right. and the benefit of prayer, by the way, for us as individuals and for the church, just kind of in closing, <clears throat> what are some of the, the big bennies that we, we see from prayer? Well, we get what we want. <laughs> that was sarcasm the for those who didn't pick out. it up, right? Yeah. <laughs> Candy falls out. Uh, prayer, prayer is, is like if we understand all the things that we've talked about. Like prayer is humbling, hmm. just the fact that we have access to the King and that mm-hmm. we can wake Him up in the middle of the night for a glass of water, kind of concept. I mean, that, that's humbling, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that affects the way that we pray. Being humbled like that. Yeah. There's something unifying about you know prayer at a corporate level when the church gathers right. and we pray and we do it together and we do it in agreement. Um, you know that says something uh, to the church. Yeah, um, it's good, and we just we just get to talk to God. Yeah, I mean, yeah, God, God is the big deal. You know, I think in churches we can get so many things going on, um, and there's so much happening that I, I think prayer just points us all collectively true north. Yeah, like, yeah, like the church exists for Him, not the other way around. You know what I mean? Right. And so it kind of maybe keeps us um, calibrated reminded every time that we go there, oh my gosh, like this this whole thing stands or falls on 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 God, yeah. you know, and who he is. So, I love I right? love the aspect in church even And he's the only strength the church has, I'm sorry. Oh, just no, to add good. to that. Like yeah. that we have no power in and of yeah. ourselves. We might get big and awesome right. and popular and it may look like like things are popping off and, and rocking. You know what I mean? But but like he he is our strength. He is our power. We we have nothing without him. We are nothing without right. him. We can't accomplish any of the kingdom on earth stuff without him in yeah. our midst, right? That so, reminds me of the Spurgeon story where he was at the church one time and some guys came wanted a tour of the church and he took him took him to this down this basement room and he said, You want to see the furnace room or the engine room? Engine room. Engine room. Prayer is the engine and, room. Uh, the and he takes him down to this room. They're thinking oh, we don't want to see your furnace, you know, we don't want to see the coal. Well, you know, that what are you talking about? And he goes down and there's this group of people praying. And he said, This is the engine room of the church. Yeah. And, and I just love that idea that, you know, our prayers do matter. And mm-hmm. so when you start to see things in the church that are not the way you want them to be, or when you start yeah. to see things in your life that aren't the way you want them to be, or when you start to see things in other people's lives that aren't the way you want them to be, um, I think R.C. Sproul said prayer changes a lot of things, but, but you know, it changes us. Yeah, <laughs> right. first and, and foremost. And, and yeah. that's a good thing. But, you know, there, there really is something about that. We can try to take things into our own hands mm-hmm. and 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 you know, manipulate and, totally. you know, do that. Yeah. Or we can just, I got this. Or we can put it in God's hands, right. and what's best will happen. Right. right. 
maybe not what we think, but what's right. best yeah. will happen. And so, yeah, I, I think I think the anemic praying church is what it looks like in Revelation. It is the Jesus outside the door knocking yeah. church, yeah. right? Where they, they've got it covered and they have no idea how right. naked and poor they are. Right. Because what they need the most, what the church depends upon is the one who's outside the door. That's what's neat when we pray yep. publicly. So we do every week we have the sharing time because, you know, it really does. It demonstrates God's power. That, that's one of the great things it does. It, it demonstrates our reliance on him for everything when we do that. And yep. then it also demonstrates love for each other, mm-hmm. that we, we would stop and care for each other in this way. Is, it's, just a, it's just a cool thing. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I can't think of anything else that's really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we want to be known for that. Yeah, it's yeah. an integral part of the church. Yeah. And I think as pastors, you know, part of, you know, what we endeavor to do is, you know, we, we try to teach people as we pray, mm-hmm. right, in the way that we pray and how we approach it and the things that we pray for when we do so publicly or, or even if it's, an, you know, one-on-one with people. Um, you know, we're, we're teaching people something yep. when, when we pray. Yeah. And I, and I would even <laughs> say, like, on the evangelistic note, like if there's a time that you ever get a chance to evangelize with someone, like this is maybe one of the strongest things you can do. Like even if you feel it didn't go well or you don't have the words to say or um, like ask if you can pray with them. Like pray for it is them. a sacred yeah. thing. I, I don't care who you are or how hard of an atheist you are. If you ask to pray for somebody, if someone's involved with that, if you take somebody before the God of the universe, they're not an atheist at that point. They know that something is going on that they maybe shouldn't be a yeah. part of. Like it's it's a, like it's a serious thing when we talk to God. And you can sneak the gospel in there, and they won't interrupt you. You could pray for <laughs> things pretty good. that you wouldn't say <laughs> <laughs> to their face. Because yeah. yeah. they have to keep their head bowed yep. and their yeah. eyes closed. So you can, you can just, you know. You can I get can't it, remember who said it. Somebody said something to the effect that it's a great thing to talk to men about God, but the greater thing is to talk to God about men. Yeah. Uh, to your point. Yeah. Was, you know, praying yeah. for the souls of the lost. Yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember doing that with one guy and he just, he just couldn't believe that he would be allowed to be taken before the father that I was taking him before. Yeah. The, like it was just, and this dude's foul. And, um, it, like cool. he, like he, he, you know, he got teary and emotional afterward, gave me a huge hug. Like he knew, that something serious was happening, and it, and and he knew that it was something that he didn't think he was allowed to experience. Yeah, and so it matters when we take people somewhere they don't think they should go. Prayer yep. does that, like in a huge way. That's cool. In a huge. Well, way. we should probably wrap it up. But I, I saw this. This came across my feed this morning. I thought it was good because it's kind of the alternative to prayer. It said, "Worry, worry is a conversation you have with yourself about things you cannot change. Prayer is a conversation you have with God about things He can change." And and I tend to be the guy that worries more than I pray, unfortunately. Right. No, don't be so I, hard. I, I'm shocked to hear that. Um, but again, <laughs> you know, there's worry and there's worship, and and you, you you can't really do them at the same time. And prayer is really this aspect of being able to come before the King, yeah. and and he, he wants us to. Yeah. And, and he's willing. Yeah. Like, I love that. Cast all your cares on him. Yeah. Because he, for cares, he cares for you. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you matter. That's that's the whole again the whole Amazing. context of Matthew six where the Lord's yeah. prayer is found is he's, he goes into do not be anxious it's it's all it's all has to do with what you're talking yeah. about the difference between worship worry and a God that cares for us rather yeah. than a God that maybe cares for us so this may go really bad <laughs> yeah. you know mm-hmm. and, and prayer is just changes all that but it, I mean just again getting that through our, our thick skulls that um, God loves us and, and he and he wants to be the one that we we go to yeah you know. Cool. Yeah. Amen to that. That's awesome. Well, one of you guys want to pray. For we're sure. Gonna, we're going to grade you on it since we're talking about prayer. Right so. on. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> I'm going to make it really <laughs> no, simple. No pressure, David. <laughs> Lord, thank you so much uh, that when we speak, uh, you hear every time, all the time. I thank you, Lord. I don't understand uh, how you would allow someone like me to talk to you, but I, I, I well, I know it's, I know it's because of the work of your son. Uh, but I thank you that I can. I pray that we would um, that we would abuse it, that we would absolutely um, um, pray all the time as much as possible because of the great privilege that it is and, and because of what you do to us through it. Um, so we thank you for making an access point, for ripping the curtain um, so that we can step into where you are and know you as a father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Had to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Had to say it. Get all the right phrases in. Had to say it. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. See everybody next week.
Thanks for tuning in to One Decent Pastor. If you'd like more information about the church, go to our website at thedoor3r.org.